0: You're listening to Numbers by Barron's. It's Thursday, March 9th. I'm Jackson Cantrell, here with the numbers you need to navigate the markets this morning. Our first number is 725,000. That's about the number of lifetime fitness members. It's up 11.7% from a year ago, even as membership prices increased. Lifetime Group Holdings, ticker LTH, operates fitness clubs around the U.S., On Wednesday, it reported quarterly earnings that beat analyst estimates. And it's a trend. Consumers are spending more on experiences, and it's not just gyms. According to the Bureau of Economic Analysis, services spending climbed more than spending on goods last year. Despite their earnings beat, though, shares of Lifetime fell 6.5% after initially surging in pre-market trading. That could be because the good news was already priced in. The stock has jumped 47% this year. The next number up is 23%. That's how much NEV, or new energy vehicle sales, were up in China in the first two months of the year versus a year earlier. That NEV category encompasses battery electric vehicles like the ones Tesla makes, as well as plug-in hybrids. And what's surprising is that 23% bump Came as overall car sales declined 16%. And in February, almost 32% of all passenger vehicles sold were electric, with 439,000 NEVs. That makes China the world's largest market for electric cars by a wide margin. In the US, battery EVs accounted for roughly 6% of 2022's total car sales. Meanwhile, Tesla cut prices for its cars in China in January. And it looks like the strategy worked. Tesla's Chinese EV sales in the first two months of the year grew 43% year over year. That's faster than the market, which means Tesla is picking up market share. Tesla's stock ended Wednesday down 3%, Chinese automaker BYD fell 2.9%, and the S&P 500 rose one-tenth of 1%. Our last number is more than 41 years. That's how long it's been since the spread between 2- and 10-year Treasury yields was as large as it was on Wednesday. The Fed policy-sensitive 2-year yield was nearly 5.1%, trading far above the 10-year yield, which was just shy of 4%. That spread, with the 2-year yield well above the 10-year, is known as a yield curve inversion, and it's one of the bond market's most reliable gauges of impending U.S. recessions. Tuesday was the first time that spread reached triple-digit negative territory for the first time since September 22, 1981. Back then, the Fed funds rate was 19% under Federal Reserve Chairman Paul Volcker. This week's triple-digit inversion was largely driven by the rise in the two-year rate. That rise happened as Fed Chairman Jerome Powell surprised financial markets during his congressional testimony with more hawkish comments than many expected. That also led Fed Fund's futures traders to boost the likelihood of a half-point rate hike by the Fed at its next meeting on March 22nd. That likelihood now sits at 79%, up from just 31% at the start of the week. And that's Numbers by Barron's for Thursday, March 9th. I'm Jackson Cantrell, and we'll be back with more numbers you need to know tomorrow. Have a great day!